0: the difference between innovation and entrepreneurship. And there really is a difference there because I think innovation, creating new ideas, you're ideating, you're going to the end user, you're asking questions, you're coming up with solutions. Entrepreneurship is like the next 99%, right? Like you actually have to then implement and you have to grow and you have to become a business. The reality is, you know, to get funding and to scale and to really grow into something that can be super impactful does entail like a lot of those business foundational skills. And we have a quote that we say at Lumify, it's a part of our team values and something that we always try to remind each other of. It's done is better than perfect.
1: Hey guys. Hey guys. Welcome back to another episode of The
2: Selfie Show, where we are bringing you the weekly dose of sweet and salty. I am Tori, the founder and now co-host of the show. I am a nurse, blogger, and podcaster, and sitting across from me is my exceptionally salty
1: co-host. And I'm always salty on a Monday. <laughs> and I am Sam. I am a fight nurse, college professor, podcaster, powerlifter, and co-host of the Selfie Show. And today we are talking off the clock with Anthony and Jennifer from Illumify Care. And honestly, they're our new besties. It was it was so much fun. We're we on had a blast mission to get them to move to Southern California.
2: Yeah. So backstory: they actually flew down here to do this episode with us. It was perfect. It was amazing. Which We're-
1: was so much better because today is just like kicking it with the homies.
2: Yeah, we had a good time. So you guys are in for a real treat today. All right. So before we get into that, what's your tip of the week, Miss Samantha?
1: Since I am a salty Monday kind of gal, mm-hmm. I just want to say do not take criticism from someone you would not take advice from.
2: Oh, oh, yeah. I mean,
1: what people are going to give you your opinion, their opinion, whether you asked for it or not. Always. Always unsolicited don't validate their opinion or even give a flying fuck about their opinion if it's not someone that you would actually seek it out
2: you know what's funny actually dr rutland went off on this this morning i love him i know we're interviewing
1: him this weekend and i cannot wait oh we're
2: so excited he is the best he is he was going off on people who were replying on a post on a twitter post Mm -hmm. and basically saying something to the effect of your opinions, just keep your opinion to yourself. Yeah. Like, unless you're going to contribute something that's valid or, you know, but opinions.
1: It makes me laugh even like on Instagram where people will give me unsolicited opinions on my lifting.
2: Yeah. And I'm it's like, like
1: <laughs> did I fucking ask? <laughs> Good thing I pay for a coach right. to actually give me feedback. And chances are, chances are I know more about lifting than you anyways. Mm. One. Mm. Two. Chances are, if you're trying to tell me a critique about something, it's already something I'm aware of and I'm working on. Yeah. So your opinion means nothing to me. If I didn't go ask you for it, then why are you giving it to me? Shut up. I think that...
2: I feel like social media has just opened up yes. this whole floodgate of now we all have opinions about everything. And you would you say things in writing to someone. You would never say in person. you would. Exactly. You would never tell them in person. Yeah. I don't know. I I'm here for that. And the same
1: thing, too. I think it gives people. I think people think if you have a public profile such as yours, even or mine. Yeah. That, well, if you post it publicly, then you are open to whatever people want to say. It's like, no, that's. Not how that works. Just because I'm sharing something publicly mm-hmm. doesn't mean that I give a fuck about your opinion. Especially when people start to comment like on my looks and things like that, because that yes, h- tends to happen down, a right? lot. I'm like, that's dirty. Actually, someone wrote all my thing in Spanish. Uh, Mucha cellulitas. <laughs> <laughs> my one of my oh gym my god. And I commented back and I said, muy observador. <laughs> like Very congratulations, isolated. you have eyeballs. <laughs> Obviously, I have cellulite. Anyone with eyeballs How offensive, can though. see that I have cellulite. I just people, no one asked you, bro. This baffles my mind. Like you're like I. Here's a woman who's posted a picture on the internet. I better tell her that she has cellulite, mm-hmm. and then now I can I cannot go on with my day until I've let someone know that they have cell. Let a stranger on the internet know that they have cellulite. My
2: favorite recent one was um, I did the post on the vaccine. And oh yeah, I've yeah. been talking about vaccine awareness. Oh, is that? Been,
1: I need to keep your comments. Well, I,
2: like I this one I I definitely deleted blocked okay. it. But th- literally all it said was you are bot. <laughs> and i'm like thank you for the criticism i'm pre- i appreciate that i'm like um de- ble- damn blank, i wish delete. we were
1: bought if someone's trying to buy yeah me, i'm like come I'm on, you. Ch- <laughs> i on, now. i can God. be easily bought but we are not these are no. actually our opinions as trained medical it's professionals so Criticism. they know how to read research
2: yeah exactly thank you you're welcome um it was just the criticisms come in so hard sometimes and so yeah i i love it's that them.
1: if it's Honestly, people are going to give you your opinion, but if it's not someone that you feel like you would go to on your own and ask for their advice take their opinion, and throw it in the trash yeah. where it belongs. Mentally
2: block. Yeah,
1: <laughs> All right, what is yours? Uh,
2: mine is a tangible tip for anyone who, definitely if you're in your 20s, this is something that I wish I had been better about in my 20s. We have talked about this before, but I just think it's really important to reiterate this. When you do start your job or when you're starting at a new job, remember to start your retirement please, please are people really start not that. doing that? Yes, a lot of what? people are not. You forget or you just, you know, you start your job and then you're X amount of time in and then you forget to do it.
1: See, we were lucky because we worked with one nurse who's super yep. big into it and I remember as a new grad, I wasn't even off orientation yet. It was in my first, you know, 10 weeks on the job and he's like, hey, did you do your he took B. us by the
2: hand yeah and he was like we're gonna log night in shift
1: logged in mm-hmm. set up our retirement account was like you're putting this percent of your paycheck so i did yep. that at 25 or whatever and actually just checked my retirement account the other day i haven't logged into it in forever i haven't it's either like, out of sight out of mind i kind of don't want to like i don't know it. yeah and i looked and i was like shit i got some money yeah. in there." okay wait time
2: out if he hadn't done that for you and me would you have when would you have done it on your own
1: i think i would have i just would have had to like ask someone else for help because my Mm -hmm. brother's in finance so I probably would have been like hey set it up like when my sister she's a nurse also when she graduated I set her up like her first week I was like okay start your 403b and I said max it out yep because I'm like right now you live at home like you don't have a lot of bills like you can yeah max it out now and then I was like she was putting in a significant percentage of her salary but I was like, well, once you're married and you have like more life to live, right. you can lower it down to a normal. But I had her start off like super high just to get, get it that, get
2: that compound interest. You guys let Sam and I be the hand holding for you right now. If you haven't done it, get on it, whether it's a Vanguard and Empower, like there's so many different uh, savings retirements. I think my tip would be get a
1: second one. Don't Th- that's just a good, rely yep. on your employer retirement mm-hmm. um, plan obviously enroll in it because they do matching and you'd be stupid not to take advantage money. of matching mm-hmm. yeah if you don't take free money you're an idiot that's the whole reason honestly i got a master's degree because they were offering tuition reimbursement yeah so absolutely. i was like i'm gonna take that's every free money penny from this company that they're willing to give me take so take advantage part of my reason of even going back for grad school was like well why would i not take advantage of free money that my hospital is giving me
2: absolutely maybe that's a big like kind of well-rounded like, point to this is take advantage of what, of
1: what your employer is giving you, and especially in retirement. But I've always had a second savings account mm-hmm. separate from my employer one that I automatically we have
2: an IRA. Uh, yeah, yeah. I, I, I highly, highly, so highly don't just have
1: it. one. Because shit happens, too, mm-hmm. with investing and blah, blah, blah. Like, don't put all your eggs in one basket.
2: Absolutely. I think it's good to diversify and have different your your money sort of in a couple different areas. But definitely hop on that, especially if you're especially young. because Social
1: Security's not going to be around by the time we're old. Absolutely not. We're not relying on that. <laughs> yeah.
2: We already know. We're not getting into that. Um. Okay. This is a really... It's actually probably not unpopular opinion, but I think it is an unpopular opinion based on... This honestly,
1: I think it's more shocking to us that it is an unpopular, opinion. correct? Because to both of Tori and I, it's such a natural duh, yeah, right? Like, obviously, but the fact that there are people that still think and believe this, eh, I pop popped off girl. on this, pop, so pop off.
2: yep, I popped off on this uh about two weeks ago, and it's just something that I know Sam and I are so passionate about. Your beliefs, religion, lifestyle have no. Place in healthcare. Your opinions Preach. about those things have no place. Religion, lifestyle, beliefs, those absolutely have zero place for you to put onto your patients in healthcare. Zero percent.
1: You are entitled to your own beliefs. Absolutely. Just as Tori is just as I am. But if you think that you can impose your beliefs onto others, mm-hmm. then go own a privately owned business and don't go into healthcare.
2: So I think most of the selfie listeners, you guys here, you're all on board here with us. But the long story short, the reason this came up was because Ohio passed a bill which allows healthcare providers to deny care to LGBTQ based on moral grounds. So this was and this, this, this whole situation. OK, so Governor Mike DeWine signed a 2400 Fuck page you, bill. <laughs> yeah, thank you. He signed this bill which basically sneakily, I'm going to say sneakily, okay, added that healthcare providers can deny care to LBGTQ community if it goes against their moral beliefs. Now, this actually extends into religion. This extends into personal beliefs, your lifestyle. I mean, everything. This this bill is appalling, in my humble opinion. Do you want to
1: know what's even actually such a non-important part of that statement that's actually causing me like internal rage Mm. is to say like moral high ground. The audacity to sit there and think that your beliefs make you a higher level of morality than us who just think that every human's deserving of love and health care. Right. Like, I think you're actually the one that's devoid of morality. Mm -hmm. And, you know, here's the thing. People
2: are taking this to the, in their head, they automatically all go to something such as, well, I don't want to care for someone who wants a tran- transgender, gender reassignment surgery. And it's funny because in my head, I'm like, first of all, the surgeons and the people can do that are so limited around the country that this is like such a, a null and void argument. Like that makes zero sense to say, we're going to give freedom to all providers who, who don't want to do that surgery. I'm like, first of all, the amount of s- surgeons that can actually do that around the surgery is like slim the to amount none of surgeons
1: that even exist in general they're specialists you're not just walking in the grocery store and being like walking by 10 surgeons thank down you the fucking cereal aisle. yeah and then
2: just saying and first of all the surgeons that are taking those people are typically used to taking those people anyways so it's 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 all of this is irrelevant well,
1: they actually learned how to do that surgery for a fucking reason
2: how the hell did this even come up as a bill i want to know who who even posed this as something that was needed As a right, because I think that this right is not right. I don't want the right to do that. Taking
1: away human rights. Absolutely. Because I think that access to healthcare is not a privilege; it's It's a a right.
2: right. I do agree, and it is a business. I will say that healthcare is a business,
1: but you should not ever be denied healthcare. Yeah, like there's a reason. I this is thank God I work at a children's hospital because we do not deny a child care for. Lack of insurance, lack of ability to a pay, non even being a citizen. We have, you know, babies that are children that come here who are not American citizens. We do not deny children care mm-hmm. because we shouldn't.
2: Okay, yeah. I mean, okay, and let's take this a step further. So this particular bill, what is really interesting to me, and I'm like, why are we not talking about this, governor? There's this little thing in the healthcare industry that we call a referral So if you can't take that patient for some reason, if you can't provide them care, or you can't help them in certain way, or you're just like, this just isn't a good fit for me, we refer them to a different provider. Why is that so hard? I don't get it. Like if you can't, as a healthcare provider, if I can't give you care, if you say, if you come to me and say, hey, you know, I would really like to do X, Y, and Z. Let's try the. I want to try this treatment. I heard about it from another patient and the provider's like, I'm not comfortable. I don't know. I don't know the evidence-based research. I haven't done that, but I'm going to refer you to someone who can. Done.
1: I just don't understand that based on your moral beliefs, why you would sit there and say that someone shouldn't receive care absolutely and honestly i like i I grew up in private school christian household or whatever and i'm like from everything that i studied about reading the bible my entire life is that jesus loved people Mm -hmm. so it's you're not who are you to judge what someone does with their life and whether you think what they do is you agree or morally object or whatever that's fucking fine, but it doesn't mean that they're not deserving of love and care. Absolutely. Bottom line. Right. Done. That's there it. There have been, <laughs> I will
2: tell you this too. I mean, as providers, all of us who've done this, you know, you've I've cared for drug moms. I've cared mm-hmm. for heroin addicted, you know, moms who haven't gotten things treated and have their babies affected. You know, you just, there's the the range on what we see in healthcare. So large people, mm-hmm. you know, with severe, severe mental illness with, you know, we, the, the gamut it's human we we care for humans humans and we are not perfect so i'm does not the bible perfect? not
1: say like that those without sin cast the first stone right so shut the fuck up yeah. and mind your business
2: we all have our our flaws we're all human i think to keep in mind you know especially if you are caring for someone that you have a real strong you're not driving with just remember at the core of it like we're we're caring for humans here.
1: People that commit crime, mm-hmm. they end up and someone has to take care of them. Absolutely. I don't have to like you? Yep. I don't have to agree with what you've done?
2: We we care for parents who but commit crimes against their children. Child abuse. I mean, that's real.
1: That is the hardest part of working in pediatrics mm-hmm. by far mm-hmm. is to take care of child abuse. Yep. And ha- be staring face to face with their parent that you know committed this crime Mm -hmm. and you still you know I can't pop off and go full Manasero on them Mm -hmm. if you're going to this field you're agreeing to do the job that is required of you and if you feel that your morals are going to keep you from being able to do this job then don't go into this field this is an option no one is for you're not born being like you have to be a nurse you have to be a doctor you have to be a physical therapist no one is forcing you into this industry, so go on a privately owned business where you can deny goods, services, care, or whatever to whoever doesn't agree with your morals. But if you're going into healthcare and to work in these systems, and oh, you don't you object, then don't go into this. No one's forcing you into this field. Leave that at the door. Leave it at the door. Bye.
2: I would like to normalize just that we're caring for humans and that first of all we love all you guys and you know i think that we need to start spreading more love we need to start spreading more tolerance we need to start spreading more positivity so we just and this
1: isn't even to say like bashing on people's religious values i i married not a jew very, i'm a
2: catholic who married a jew i <laughs> i have a, we,
1: come from a very religious christian family but at the end of the day yeah. i think the core of religion is supposed to be love absolutely So let's focus on that aspect. Yeah. Yeah. Well, I love Love you guys. Love that for us. (laughs) Love that for us. Okay. And speaking of love, our new best friends. (laughs) We love them. Yes. This is so much fun. All right. We are here for innovation. We love cutting edge. We are all about things that add value to your life. Uh, Tori and I are huge on just getting guests on here that, are coming up with products, companies, specialties, brands that just really add value to our lives. And that is why today we have co founders Anthony Scarpone Lambert and Jennifer Macias. They have started Lumify Care. It is a nurse led startup improving patient experience by innovating the front lines of healthcare. As frontline healthcare workers, Anthony and Jennifer were always surprised at how clinical settings are really not conducive or even comfortable patient-centered experiences, right? and that's why they founded Lumify Care.
2: Yeah, they really did, and I will tell you guys this. We go into just the whole foundation, how they started, but you guys, they have been featured in the New York Times, the World Economic Forum, CBS News, ABC News, the Philadelphia Inquirer. They have been featured in so many areas, and we're sitting down with two true entrepreneurs today. So this is made for nurses by nurses. Over 10,000 nurses from 250 hospital systems have used Unite Light, with 95% of those nurses stating that Unite Light helped them at the bedside per- providing better care, which has impacted approximately 1 million patients since they launched this company in February, which is crazy to me. February is when they launched this. So now more than ever, Lumify Care has the power to support patients and the frontline healthcare workers globally. Now more than ever, Lumify Care has the power to support patients and the frontline healthcare workers. This, you guys, is going to be such an amazing episode. We are so excited. And if you guys stick around to the end, we have a very special offer for all of the selfie listeners as usual. So you guys, without further ado, let's dive into this amazing show.
1: Okay, what's your unpopular opinion? Because we love an unpopular opinion moment.
3: Mm-hmm. So, Jesus. Nikki born and bred. So I say this with utter confidence. Not every baby is cute. Yes. Oh! They're it's... not. They're, <laughs> I love this. They're funky looking. <laughs> they have funky heads. They have too much lanugo. They look like Danny DeVito. They, like... <laughs> There's too much.
0: That's like me as a baby going for on. sure. That's totally I, I you. I felt terrible. Of you when you were a I know. Sure. That's the first thing you said. You had I a glow know, up. You're like you're an ugly baby. <laughs> had a glow up. You had a glow some up. Some
1: faces only a mother could love. Some, some. But it's like sometimes you're so ugly it makes you cute. Like me. it goes all the way back around. You're like, oh my god, you are the ugliest yeah. baby I've like, ever god, seen. Like, that you're hugs. so cute. Yeah, because you feel yes. bad
0: mm-hmm. or it. Is it actually because they're
1: cute? No, it's because they're so ugly that you, like, love them. Yeah. It's like, you know those, like, dogs Little that FLKs, are, like, so ugly, but kids. you're, like, e- you're so cute because you're just so hideous.
0: Okay, that's fair.
1: Like a hug, yeah. <laughs> yes, yeah. Exactly. Like a hug. those hugs of the baby world. Yes. <laughs>
2: Like the old, like they look like Benjamin Button. Yeah. Yes. Actually, there's this new
1: TikTok trend where people are like roasting their kids. Have you seen any of those videos? No. Where it's, like what I thought my baby, like taking newborn pictures with them, my baby would look like. Oh. And it shows this gorgeous like newborn. And then it's like what I got. And, ba- and then it's like playing the music. And it's like. And like, I love that people are roasting their own babies. It's fabulous. Normalize it. Yeah. Normalize roasting your children. Fine. It's not. Grow every out of moment
3: it. is not a magazine.
1: Yeah. That's they'll, 100%. they'll grow out of it. Maybe.
3: Maybe. We pray. Some don't.
1: I mean, I was a cute baby. I was a cute toddler. I got a little ugly in the twenties, but we bounced back in the thirties, baby. You can always bounce back. Yeah, you, you know it's all about It's all about the confidence. And there's no such thing as ugly. There's just you're poor, poor. There's uh-huh. no such thing as ugly, like the Kardashians. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I see you're where you went thing. with that. Yeah, yeah. Kylie okay, Jenner yeah. was ugly and, and she, then she was like wait i'm turned too it rich to be ugly <laughs> gotta fix this situation there's no such thing as ugly it's nothing just, money can't money. fix yeah
0: <laughs> all right what's your unpo- unpopular opinion nervous. i'm nervous, mm, I'm nervous. i think if you're a nursing student graduating nursing school you don't need to start at the bedside Amen. if you have another passion You can pursue it. It does not need to be at the bedside.
2: Wait, this is, we were just talking off the clock about this. And Sam was saying this about your students. Yeah. I thought this was interesting. I think that
1: some of them are genuinely in my class. I will take a general poll at the start of every term. And who's interested in peds? Some people are like, yes, I only want to go in peds. Some are like, no, I'm not interested at all. And then I always get a few that are like, I want to work in aesthetics. Or I want to like literally go into medical supply pharmaceuticals. Like I don't even want to work. as a nurse and i'm like what does as a nurse even mean right right, you're not not a nurse because you don't work in a fucking hospital right Mm -hmm. you could literally never do patient care in your life and you are still having if you have an rn license you're a nurse as long as you take the
3: nclex you're an yes i'm studying i studied on the plane here actually
0: so i'm taking it soon yay i think i'll be great but absolutely, I mean, everyone has their own passion, and the nursing degree is so much more versatile than we give it credit to be. Yeah, absolutely. you know, I'm like
1: why are you selling us short as a profession to right. act like we only have one career path?
3: Right. You know how many times people have told me, "Oh, you quit nursing to do Lumify." Oh, no, 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 honey, I did not absolutely quit nursing not. to do the whole Lumify. basis of this
2: show is exactly why we wanted to get you guys in here Aww. today. Aww.
3: Yeah, that
1: actually what? segues perfect that into why my you're heart. even here. Uh, so, we are here please. for your mission and what you're doing. Absolutely. So that a little a backstory.
2: So Jen and I got hooked up through. It was I think she's she knows you and followed me. And then so she was like, oh, my gosh, you have to check out this company. And so I checked it out and I was like, oh, my God, we we have to. Connect. So I reached. We reached out, right? Right.
3: Like, oh, shout out! Thank you, Taylor. Um, <laughs> Valley Children. <laughs> she'll love that. Hey, Valley Children. Um, but yeah, she connect. Like, she uh, told me about you. Then I got in connection with you, and then la di da, and we are here. So excited! By the way, woo hoo!
1: Yes, we are a few uh, nude hard seltzers deep right now. Absolutely, ready to just talk <laughs> off the clock. We're really off the clock today. No, okay. Mm-hmm. So, what
2: drew me to you guys was not only your product because the product is amazing, but I love that this is a nurse-led company. Aww. this is something that is this is so cutting edge. This is where we're going. I think it's modern. It's it's where we should be because ultimately you're affecting people in such a great way so before we head into it though i want to hear about each of your backstories and a little bit about you guys anthony let's start with you
0: totally well yeah thank you guys for having us this is such an honor but yeah i'm anthony i actually just graduated nursing school from the university of pennsylvania so yeah may of 2021 insane four years flew by it was such a roller coaster and so much fun Prior to nursing school, however, back in my previous life, even pre-high school, um, I actually grew up as a Broadway actor. I was in performing arts my whole life. I was wow. on Broadway. If you don't sing and... us a tune right now, you Oh, to absolutely leave. not. So I retired. Okay, that's one thing I have to put out there. I retired. You, you
1: stay show ready.
0: Always. Always. On. Always got ready got for the show. That's... I'm more yes. of, you know, the dancing vibes, but...
1: I want yes. I want some bars
0: right now. Okay, I'm gonna say the selfie show. It's so great. Okay, there you oh go. Girl. Do we need an intro? A I Anthony? Say,
1: do we need like a jingle? Do we need a jingle? Is this the jingle we didn't know we needed in our lives? Obsessed. Quite possibly. Oh
0: I mean, God. you know what? That's our actually our side hustle. Jennifer and I make jingles yes. for <laughs>
1: yes. you know awesome Does podcasts. Does if I have a jingle? He totally oh. should Get Okay, to we're work. gonna work on that. Get, Get to, to work. work. Yeah. Gosh, That's our next to
0: do. We'll excited. add that to the to do list that we oh, have. Yeah. But yeah, so I grew up being in performing arts and somehow, you know, once that kind of career part ended, I hit puberty, I got too old to play the child parts I was playing. I was really drawn to healthcare, um, and really drawn to nursing just because it was so kind of on the front line, working with patients, um, and very much like a show. You know, sometimes you're not always feeling your best. Um And you have to go in and really, you know, give your patient the show that they need. And you have to be adaptable and have that empathy. Um, So I went to nursing school and then grew a huge passion for innovation. And Jennifer and I met and we'll get into that whole story. But, yeah, Yeah. so my background's in theater and then just graduated nursing school. That's
3: my story. And then how about you, Miss Jen? So I've been a nurse now. I have about 10 or so years of clinical experience um, I started out as an adult nurse and then for, did that for a couple of years and it was an experience to say the least and then moved to the NICU where um, my heart was and fell in love with like uh, like neonatology and that whole patient demographic um, and really had like a spark and always had a passion from when I was younger just like problem solving and There was a problem trying to fix it, and that just got like amplified in the clinical uh, setting. So finding problems at the bedside clinically, and then making different toolkits or little devices or apparatuses or worksheets or what have you to kind of fill that need and fix that problem, and it was just super fulfilling to do that in the clinical space because then you were able to see like the impact that you were able to have on your patients, on your coworkers, um, and that was really rewarding. So I think. That is what was really exciting about finding Anthony and getting to kind of work and build on Lumify because that's a lot of what we are aiming to do. So that's a little bit about the story, but really, yeah, it's been kind of a journey to get here. Okay, We need that journey though. Like how do you even meet? Yeah, how do you think, think up Lumify? Yeah. Give us the whole
1: spiel. Oh
0: my gosh. Yeah. Well, we might be here all day for that's that.
3: Cool. <laughs> we got more, nude we heart more new heart seltzers lined up. Drinks.
0: Yeah, so Jennifer and I met in 2019, actually at a nurse hackathon. Um, so Johnson and Johnson was like leading um these nurse hackathons, which are super awesome, by the way. Um, what is a hackathon? What is a hackathon? I didn't. They're kind I of hard know. to describe. Yeah. How'd you describe it?
3: Well, a bunch of like-minded people who are interested in like change or problems get together, and this was a nurse-focused one, so it was about a little over 200 nurses. Um, for the most part. And then we all kind of, well, there was a group of people that presented problems and you all kind of break up in different groups as far as what problem was interesting to you to solve. And you ideate and try to figure out like what what to do to solve that problem and create a solution. And you have one weekend to find a solution, 48 hours, yeah, 48 (laughs) hours to figure out a solution and create like a minimal viable product. And that is where we met because we worked on a project at that particular hackathon. And then, um, moved on and really had a lot of synergies and kind of what we wanted to do within the clinic, within the healthcare profession and kind of a vision. And so we created Lumify Care.
0: Yeah. We partnered together, especially I think what sparked it really, I think with COVID as well, Mm -hmm. just seeing a frustration. I mean, obviously we all saw it of healthcare workers really lacking the tools and resources they needed to excel. And just really feeling like together we could make a difference um, beyond the bedside. And that's kind of what sparked the creation of Lumify Care.
2: I want to go into a little bit about the product and what you guys have yes. created. And w- maybe let's go back to like the idea and like where that started. Can you walk me through like your how you guys came to this product and like what was how did this all formulate
3: it started with our own um, experience really like feeling the deficits that existed between healthcare professionals providing care to patients and maybe not having the necessary tools and resources necessary to kind of create an environment that really fostered true healing and really supported healthcare professionals and so we went and we talked to maybe about 250 different nurses And we found many pain points, but one pain point that stuck out to us the most was that 87% of nurses reported that they struggled to see when providing care in like low lit or darkened environments. And we knew we can do a whole lot better than like the flashlights and phone lights and pen lights lights. and the iPhone (laughs) lights that we were using. The pen lights that we use in
2: the isolates.
3: Exactly.
2: The pen
0: lights with, um, people were putting pen lights in their mouth. Yep. Like, yeah. Like, biting down on it to be able to see without disrupting their patient's sleep.
2: It's like a headlight. Like, you want to be able to
3: see it. And so, like, you need both hands to do something. And I think that was, like... um, The
0: aha moment. The
3: aha moment, really. Like, we could do better than that.
0: That's what it came from. It came from nurses, honestly. I think Mm -hmm. that's, like, the power of Lumify Care is, you know, we've really focused on the end user and, like, understanding what nurses want. And like nurses will tell you what they need, right? We're already doing these DIY solutions. Like nurses were already like finding wearable lights on like runner's lights and they'd be blinking and they would be dangling or yeah, right. we've had some crazy people with headlights we've seen in, in our interviews. So we were like, okay, well there needs to be like a light made for nurses, for frontline healthcare workers. Um. So yeah, it really much came from the frontline.
1: I think what Tori and I love about your company is it is nurse driven because as healthcare providers we like you said give our opinions and usually no one gives a shit, right and right. all the people it's so funny the people or that make they
2: use the idea and they make it themselves like someone and they like, don't oh consult. right right or like the nurse has this great idea and someone like essentially could steal it yeah and use it themselves but i think
1: that it's like you look at all the equipment we use medical pumps and all these supplies and medical supply companies and it's all these people that work in business and engineers and blah 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 designing these things, and not totally. the actual people using them. And I'm like, if Bam. I ha- were to make an isolate for a NICU baby, I would not make it have the alarm go like, rah, 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 <laughs> just <laughs> because <laughs> the yes. tent fell so off. Why the fuck is this so loud? Right. Who thought of this? Not a nurse, mm-hmm. I can tell you that much. So it's like so refreshing to see products that are designed by the people that it's actually intended to use them Who know what they want to see because i did use one of those runner lights because i work on the helicopter at night Mm -hmm. and we can't see it's like there's no lights up on the rooftop helipad right and so i bought one but it's like it does it does the red flashing blinking and shit you can like get it to do just the normal one but it's like you have to click it multiple times and it just sucks and then sometimes i'm like accidentally do that one I'm like about to have a seizure because it's like this strobe light that I didn't ask for
0: (laughs) (laughs) yeah no for sure and people were like using that in a clinical environment which is like really problematic because it's like a blinking light but um yeah I think that's how we kind of knew there was a need and there was um I think that's why we are so obsessed with
1: you guys because we're like yes you're like nurse innovators
0: and all nurses need to hear that like we're all like creating DIY solutions on the front line already Um, And it's so time for, you know, us to come forward with our ideas and our voices, because you said it so perfectly, like, you know, we have all of these, you know, awesome, really smart engineers and folks creating products and devices and, and startups for healthcare workers. But I think oftentimes there is that gap because, you know, nurses aren't always included in the conversation and their opinions aren't always really heard even though we're the people that are on the front line caring for the patient the most and have, you know, the most intense workflows.
2: So we didn't get
3: a business degree. No. Yeah, exactly. I didn't get a business degree. And I think it's just all about really like now, But there's been more of a focus on nurse innovation, especially in the light of COVID, because innovation just became more rapidly adoptable because you're in the minute in the, you know, in the moment you're having to find a solution for something and without having to go through all the red tape and all the bureaucratic business and Mm -hmm. bullshit that you had to go through to make something approved. That I mean, if anything is going to stay during COVID, like... For a silver lining, I hope that's it. Because you heard stories all the time about nurses creating this to make this easier um, for the sake of COVID and the problems that that arose during it. And I think just creating that agency and really empowering nurses that, I mean, We're not super special in the fact that what we've been able to accomplish, it's just finding those champions that really and leaning into those resources Mm -hmm. um, that got us to those yeses and got us to where we are. But I think other nurses should hear that like, oh. Like you're innovators too. Like you have your own ideas.
0: And we don't have a business degree either, nope. you know, What's for the record. That? Yeah. We um, just have but ambition. But we figured it out. Yeah. We right. had a passion. We said, this is BS. Like healthcare workers need the, f- the tools and support they need. And let's just make it happen. Let's right. go for it. And we just had that drive. And, you know, we, we figured it out. We had a growth mindset. There was so many times, I kid you not, where we were like, Oh my gosh! Like trying to figure out this Excel sheet with all the finances and oh projecting, God. you know how many units we needed to purchase and our manufacturing. Right. Like that was all just learning on learning as we yeah. go. But we just kept a growth mindset. We utilized our resources, as Jen said. We reached out to a ton of people on LinkedIn and just like asked for help. And you know we we kept the the passion that we have, and I think that's what's so special about you know lumify is like that passion is like what's always kept us going
3: exactly i wasn't born knowing anything about like international (laughs) manufacturing (laughs) now you do
2: so you have this idea and you're like okay we need to make first a prototype i'm assuming
0: right
1: where you start with this like how do you even yeah, do this we have all sorts of ideas but it's like <laughs> from idea to actual physical product in your hands how in yeah, the fuck? Yeah. how how in the fuck? yeah
0: yeah no it's definitely hard i think for us our motto was always let's stay as simple as possible Because we knew once we gained traction and have a lot of users and, you know, nurses, like knowing the Lumify Care brand, it's easier to get funding. It's easier to go like hire an engineering team or an outside firm to kind of help you build what you want to build.
3: Plus, we didn't have any money.
0: Yeah. Yeah. Plus, you know, we didn't start with (laughs) anything. So we just went online. You know, we found what nurses were using already. And, you know, we kind of got as many like wearable lights and things that we could find online and started super, super simple and just kind of piloting with the things that we needed. And what was super smart about that is it didn't really cost any money. We kind of just sourced what was already out there. And it allowed us to kind of figure out our list of like, okay, what specific features do we know we want to have for this product, Market specifically research. for Unite Light, right? 100% um, you know, we heard from nurses. Obviously, it needs to be wipeable by hospital-grade disinfectant, stain-resistant, liquid repellent, lightweight. You know, no a magnet that lights. can help you attach it to your scrubs, etc. Like all of the kind of features, the wish list, if you will. Mm-hmm. Um, and then from there, you know, once you have that, there are so many engineers and manufacturers out there. It's just a matter of using your resources and asking people for help and asking kind of how to get that started. Um, So for us, that's exactly what it was. It was starting simple, you know, trying to find things that kind of already existed to validate that this was something that people wanted. And then once we had that and were able to validate that kind of going forward and just asking people for connections to manufacturers, asking for um, supply chain help, you know, how do we get a manufacturer, you know, overseas to produce this? How do we ship it here? All of that was just finding the right mentors um, and having people kind of advise us through that mm-hmm. process.
1: Asking the questions, 100%. So I feel kind of like a business expert because I watch a lot of Shark Tank. So like obviously, <laughs> As you should. obviously I know everything about business where I'm like, okay. Then they start talking about like profit margins and then it's like, okay, you have to order. Obviously the more bulk you're buying in right, is going right. to increase your profit margins. Like how did you even start to scale this business because it's like when did the orders start coming in and you were able to be like okay we can take on bigger orders we can
3: increase our profit right. margins right. yeah
1: like, how, like did you have a moment yeah do you have a moment where you're just like we're fucking killing it
3: yeah, yeah. <laughs> there's never a moment, no,
0: it was
3: never <laughs> a moment. I, I disagree i think that because we didn't realize how readily it like how how a, people that would adopt this and that sales would go ahead and take off so quickly i don't think that we anticipated that really at all how well received it would be And I very distinctly remember, because we had organically got press, I think, on like February, early February, we had New York Times that picked up our story. Pop off. Oh, thanks, girl. Um, But yeah, and I remember like um we started to see like the sales tick up because shopify was really nice and like gave us a quick little ding whenever we got like a, (laughs) a purchase and it kept on going off and i remember like anthony and i kept on texting back and forth oh do you think we're gonna get to a thousand what do you think we're gonna get to like whatever and we were just like so overwhelmed um by like the acceptance of this like of this product and how Um, How quickly it was selling And I remember like I think we like I took a picture I was wearing a red plaid shirt I took a shot of whiskey And I sent it to you Like a very specific It was was a celebratory moment That was a celebratory moment But yeah I think like that moment When we were like Oh my gosh Like people actually It was did taking this. off mm-hmm. Yeah We started
0: with pre-orders That's what we did That was really smart. smart Yeah yes. Because we said Okay let's start with pre-orders This way we can get some revenue Through the door To kind of help us finance Did you ever um, think about Doing a like, kickstart Or something like we that We did. did Oh, oh we you did We thought did you of you kickstarter mm-hmm. Or you didn't do it you We just didn't do it. it Yeah It ended up like not you know Aligning with our timeline and, and at that point We kind of had already Created the product Pre-orders um, is kind of
1: An organic version the, Of Kickstarter. That's what kickstart. felt like. It takes exactly. out the middleman. Yeah, exactly. like I'll do my own Fucking kickstart right. I think that's it's a great did. hack For a right. lot of yeah. new
2: companies totally. Who are starting this way Right Yeah
0: And it's great too Because you know When you go to investors You go to anyone Who's like kind of in this space, they'll tell you like, well, how have you validated that this is something that people want? And really the number one way to do that is getting people to pay for it. Mm-hmm. Right. Like until they pull out their credit card, you don't really know if someone wants Absolutely. something. Someone
1: might be like, Oh, I love your product. Exactly. But are right. you gonna buy it? Right. Exactly. Are you gonna you love it all you want, but card. are you gonna put money in my pocket? Exactly.
0: Uh-huh. Right. So pre orders helped us validate that tremendously because we said, look, in just two weeks you we got, you know, X amount of pre orders and that helped us be able to produce all of these units. Um so yeah, that's kind of a simple way to start. And for us, it worked really well, especially when, as Jen said, we started getting more attention um, for, for the brand.
1: I love that moment for you guys. I know. That that's so cool. Life. LA,
2: was it New
0: York Times?
1: It was New York Times. Wow. Yeah. That's a big moment. It was How a- cool did you feel real time? Oh. We have to tell the story of that yes. too. Yes. Yeah, cause yeah, cause it was
0: crazy. Yeah. That was it's nuts. such a good story. A cute story. We it's story. love a pure
3: Pure we moment. love pure moment. A yes, pure moment just, with minimal cussing. Go. <laughs> <laughs>
0: so we had gotten an, an article in like the Philadelphia local newspaper because I was a student at Penn, um, and they had like picked up the story because we had done some like different accelerators at Penn, and um, that was super helpful, kind of as we were getting started. And I'm in clinical, literally in my senior year, leadership clinical at the emergency room. And my phone is buzzing off like crazy. Like it's vibrating like every No like, phone's two in minutes. clinical. I know, right? No <laughs> phone's in clinical. There I am. So Professor. you know me, always running to the bathroom to check my phone, respond to an email for Lumify. Mm-hmm. Or, you know, got to admit, since I was at the nurse's station, yeah. I would be... We you know, doing do some it. side yes. Lumify work because it was just so busy. That's real anyway, life. I go to the bathroom and check my phone and it's just being blown up. Like everyone's reaching out like, oh my gosh, like New York Times wants to interview guys. They have an article that's getting, they want to publish it in 24 hours. So I literally was like shitting my pants, uh, called Jen right away and we were like...
3: I was working. Oh, at you were working too. I was working and I don't know why I happened to look this up. Maybe my Spidey sense. We're so connected. I remember looking at my phone and you were like, can you... Um, new york times wants to interview us are you free in five minutes am i gonna say no i mean no one was coding so i could say yes but um
1: <laughs> i'll make myself free i'll Absolutely. make myself available <laughs>
3: um but yeah it was such like a crazy and then he he told me about everybody he was like been reaching out for him and it was just so wild like yeah. on the fly so
0: new york times yeah they, it was pretty organic mm-hmm. um But yeah, so I like took my break at clinical. I'm like literally in the ER, like doing this New York Times interview. Jen is working clinically, so we're literally both in the hospital (laughs) doing this like New York Times interview over the phone. And then the next day, it was published.
3: It was so wild, yeah. It was insane, yeah, crazy
0: story. But that was like raw, like nurse-led, like business. Like here's two nurses, a nursing student and a nurse, like in the clinical space, like. You know, getting interviewed by New York Times, it's like I feel like one of those moments where we were like, That's wow, huge. Like all this hard work is like really getting recognized. And this is such an incredible platform to be able to like show the world that, you know, nurses can be innovators and we can start our own business and we right. can really make a large impact. impact so yeah. it was a really special moment, not just for Lumify, but I think no, for, just the nursing
3: profession. Yeah, I right. love that. Yeah, you've
2: had some really awesome moments throughout the foundation of, of the creation of this company. It's so exciting for you guys. Were there any other exciting moments that you had?
0: I will say one was pretty recent. Yay! Um, back in May. Mm. Well, I guess really it started a couple months before, but we didn't um, know. Yeah. So basically, in the startup world, to give you some context, I kind of like always like use Shark Tank as like our baseline foundation yes. of knowledge <laughs> here. I love so Shark Tank. Everyone knows I Shark, like Shark like it's Tank, made me right? a Business expert. No, it literally has. It's always like so funny when you're watching it too, because you're like judging the business yeah. page Yeah, I'm you're always like, like, for
1: that reason, I'm out. <laughs> <laughs> I right, wouldn't invest my right. money that I don't exactly. have.
0: <laughs> yeah, for sure. So basically, in startup land there's these things called accelerators which basically are like three month sprints typically mm-hmm. that allow you to apply if you get accepted you're in this three month sprint that provides you with funding provides you with mentors provides you with basically all of these resources to really like grow sprint and mm-hmm. you know accelerate forward your business right so we've done a couple of different accelerators here and there, um, but we definitely always had this dream of applying to Y Combinator, mm-hmm. which is a startup accelerator based out of San Francisco. And it's kind of like the Harvard of like the startup world. It's like the kind of top accelerator, super competitive um you know some of the best investors go there for their kind of final like presentation which is called demo day so we it's definitely all over the world though yeah like, all over not the world
3: centric to um, the united states they have companies from across the world that apply to be accepted hopefully to y combinator and i think there's like only like a 1.5 percent acceptance rate into y combinator so it's kind of crazy, <laughs> yeah, it's crazy. It's, it's, yeah it's crazy we love an exclusive
0: moment it's intense so we applied um you know a couple months go by and then we found out we got an interview which we're like oh my gosh you got an interview that's like on, super validating did did right when did we did the interview and crazy story the interview was on florence nightingale's birthday and also the day of like the international day of nursing yes. our interview was on that day it was meant to be which yeah. is actually insane like, mm-hmm. kind of iconic, but then also the pressure. a little like crazy. Like, what You're are like, the chances we can't of fuck
1: that? This up. Exactly. Are, <laughs> right, and our interview gets scheduled.
0: It's not like we, like, our interview was scheduled for that day. And then, of course, it's the day that's like the biggest day for nursing to celebrate, I know. you know? So, do the interview. It's like this 10 minute, like, intense Shark Tank interview. We're like shitting our pants. I like, know. oh my gosh, gotta try to like showcase our value and everything. Um, and it turned out three days after I graduated from nursing school that we got accepted.
1: Cheers! Cheers! So was incredible. Yay! Cheers.
3: Ding, ding, ding.
1: Quink, quink, quink.
3: That's and it was awesome. really exciting
0: for a lot of reasons. Mm-hmm. You know, one, just being in YC, it's been so, so it's, exceptional yes. for us to just accelerate our growth. So much growth. But also because we're the first fully nurse led startup to ever be accepted. So it's That's like really exciting. I'm so job.
1: like, proud <laughs> as someone, like Tori and I are so pro just nursing. So. We, oh, we love you. Well, and Jen, aren't you you
3: the first female? I'm the first female nurse to be. Okay. Yeah, Yeah, girl. Period. Feminist Samantha over here is like, (laughs) hell yeah. Yeah, it's a really big win for the nursing profession to be seen on a platform for entrepreneurship as big as this is. It's a big win for female entrepreneurs because we're not seen in, like, we're just um, far and few between from our male counterparts just what it is mm-hmm. um and so it's been really nice to be able to have like that platform and see those wins in a lot of different ways
1: yeah you guys are representing for so many demographics that yeah selfie show is like yeah. so about this is all this is like this is our people you yeah you are
0: i, I want to
2: dive into this really quick i'm curious because you guys have on the product you have white red and blue light can yes, you take us through that really quick? Because I yeah. want to go tell through us that
1: more, even just about the product in yeah. general.
2: Oh my gosh! Yes,
0: of like, course.
1: Give us yeah,
3: the for sure. Push. So um, it's the Unite Light. It's a hands-free wearable LED device designed for healthcare professionals by nurses. And oh yeah, show and tell. Oh right. yeah, show and tell. Oh, we're we're out. out. we'll put
2: this. <laughs> we're gonna link it obviously in the show notes, and we have something for you guys at the end of the show. So stay tuned. Stay
3: tuned, and we were really. Sp- Like Anthony was talking about, when we're talking about product, we were really particular about um, what we were bringing into the clinical setting and what it needed to do and what how it needed to function. And so it is magnetic. You can put it on whatever scrub top or t-shirt that you normally wear, and then it has three different colors. So you'll cycle through them. But it's red, and red is really great for being able to preserve night vision, great for reading, for you going into dark to light, light to dark in environments mm-hmm. more easily. Um, and then it's less disruptive than the bright white light of your overhead lights. Um, second is your white light because it's easier to see kind of color and fluid and identify that. And then very specifically blue light because blue light's been known to promote um, alertness and wakefulness. It blocks melatonin production, so it's super great for your night shift healthcare workers who need that extra little boost when they're Mm. in dark environments for longer periods of time. This goes perfectly with all my my red light. Okay, so
2: because we have... Here we go. Everyone knows here (laughs) that I have red light at our bedside. I switched out the light bulbs from white light to red light because it's something to do with the way that red light hits your eyes. Absolutely. It... You know, starts to kind of wind things down, exactly. and so
1: I should so, stop making fun of you for that. But thank you, <laughs>
2: exactly. I am validated, right?
3: Right? Validated by the <laughs> nightlight. It doesn't inhibit <laughs> melatonin production, so okay. it allows you to be able to find those restful wow. moments easier. But the blue is
2: genius because I think I that that actually for
3: we night use that shift, on a helicopter,
1: like for night shifts inside the helicopter, we have blue lights that turn yeah. on.
0: No, and it it's inspired from the military. Yeah. um, Because there's a lot of research that shows that blue light and red light actually has better tactile functioning in the dark than like a bright white light. Yeah, because it's
1: not good for when we're up in the air to have the bright white lights on in the back of the helicopter. Totally. So we use the blue lights. Right. What about this like what's this little QRS code on here?
0: Yeah. So the QR code will take you to our website. Um, And we have a lot of exciting resources and things coming to our website very soon. So the intention is really just to provide an easy way for our nurse users to access Lumify Care. Mm
1: -hmm. It's genius. This is like, it just feels good. It's lightweight. Yeah, but it feels sturdy. Because like I said, I bought that like the same like one-ish but meant for runners, but it's trash for healthcare. Yeah, It was like, oh, this is better than nothing, but it's does not help me actually effectively do my job as a night shift like flight nurse yeah this is like game changer
3: but fun news, we are in the process of working on our second version of the United yeah. Ooh, States. Okay. I know. Are, are F- we going to get
1: a first dibs? Of course. Absolutely.
0: Yes. Y'all will be the first package delivery. Selfie
1: love. <laughs> I think as a nighttime flight nurse, I am a good oh, beta tester for you. Oh, absolutely.
3: 100%. Yeah. So we're excited to go ahead and um, have Are you allowed to tell us the what the upgrade or like the changes are? Yeah, for sure. So one of the biggest changes that we're most excited about is the recharge Feature of it. Oh, interesting! Right. Yeah, currently, it is ba- battery operated. Um, so we, for sustainability, And yeah. just you know, reducing our carbon footprint, we yeah. we wanted to be make sure, made to make sure that it was rechargeable. The second option. Um, and then the next version will have like more directionality of the light. So instead of shining out, if you need it to go in a specific direction, oh, which is really wow. great for our flight nurses and such who right. need tiny cramped spots and need it direct. Um direct vision or putting a catheter in or anything like that it's gonna make it super easy
0: it's super cool too i'm like so excited about this added feature because this is something we heard from like a lot of our user interviews we called over 200 of our like first customers to kind of gather feedback after they'd use it and i think that's just one of the features that will make a really really big impact and like it's already super useful tool but i think just being able to kind of add that extra layer of functionality is going to be really helpful for front right awesome
3: and then being able to like choose which light you want for which intervention you're doing so right now it's just you toggle through it um the next version if you're needing red for a specific purpose or if you're needing it to be brighter or dimmer based upon what it you're doing in the patient room or what intervention you're providing you'll be able to go ahead and choose so excited about that too it's amazing
0: and Jennifer's been like amazing with product dev. She is like our special go to. Okay, so one day when made.
2: we want to make something, I'm like, "You're gonna be my first call." Yeah, call
3: away, girl. It's fun. I really love the whole process, but it's, it has been a learning curve and like working with like the mechanical engineers and like the electrical engineers. That's like a whole thing in itself.
0: And this is why nurses in like the entrepreneurship innovation space is so important. Yes, because. When we're, like, describing something to, you know, our engineers and, and different folks we work with, with which, by the way, they're all incredible. We love yes, them. They're the yes, they're the smartest. the smartest, incredible human ever. Genius humans. But it's like, yeah. they just. Back they up. Don't... My
1: brother's an engineer.
0: Perfect.
1: <laughs> You're entitled to that opinion. Yes.
0: It's just, you know, they don't have that frontline experience. You know, they don't have the healthcare kind of perspective that we do. So something that right. makes sense to them, we're like no, 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 that's not going to work. Yeah, like, you know, literally, like practicality of <laughs> that. Right, like, this lost. is not
2: practical. All right? right. So I want to go back to this, because I think this is, like, really interesting. And we talked off the clock about this, and I think it's really, I don't know, a big piece of your story. So both of you were, you were in nursing school, Anthony. And, oh, and wow. Jen, you were in, you were working bedside. Uh-huh. Can you take us through, like, this process of starting a company Mm. and the grind and (laughs) like what was that like for you
1: really quick though before we get into that we just want to say that today's episode is sponsored by yours truly the selfie show hey (laughs) (laughs) because you know what today is tuesday and we are bringing you a sweet and salty summer we have new selfie show merch
2: very summer inspired we're so excited you guys we've been working on this for the past month or two months we've been wanting it for a while while. and we're so excited about this so of course we wanted to bring it to you guys here this actual line is just something that we wanted to have a lot of fun with we wanted a fun graphic print we wanted hats water bottles we wanted a couple sweatshirts you know we wanted some tie-dye No,
1: i love my tie-dye moment
2: yes we wanted some lifter shirts like we have some amazing lifting shirts we have tanks, tanks. we have summer tanks we just have something for all of you we're fun s- phrases new fun phrases stay sweet stay salty. stay salty love that for me love that for you let me live let me
1: live Unpopular opinion and
2: that's probably our biggest one we're so excited about oh it God.
1: My unpopular opinion hat is my new life.
2: We are so excited about this, guys. We are also offering stickers on there, which we have not really done previously. So just in case you want to do that, we do have our limited edition selfie inspired stickers as well. We have water bottles, hats sweatshirts tanks we've got it all there for you
1: and what's our special offer for them this week though
2: so for this week only for all of you selfie listeners we have selfie summer 20 for 20 percent off of your full order Ooh. off of everything we just wanted this to be super accessible to you guys we want to have fun with it we're so excited to pop off this summer with you and we can't wait to see it on
1: you yeah so don't sleep on it because the 20 percent is for this week only. just this
2: week that's it one week seven days That's all you get and we are so excited we love you guys love that for you love that for me
1: all right let's get back into it all right
3: let's go yeah um it's been a lot I think like to start I was working full-time clinically and I was just doing shift work right so three days three days of work a week and then four days lumify and then on breaks and such and whenever opportunity like sending an email or um, what have you and getting through some of the to do's that we had to do for like the company. But then as we started to like grow and excel, my six shifts, which is full time for nursing ended up being five shifts. And then ultimately six in two
2: weeks, I'm assuming. Yeah.
3: Six shifts in within two weeks. And then I went to five shifts within two weeks, which is considered part time, but barely That's barely part time. Barely part time. I'm part time at two
1: a week and I can't do it. I'm like I need part time
3: three Like Sam and I both doesn't exist.
1: Like we both work like at least two well, you have your, your professor
2: and then I but I working to but adding that third shift. No, adding the second
1: one for me. I'm just yes. like one a week. The reality I have the is the second it's one crazy. and I die.
2: When you are building something like this, it is so hard to keep up with. Yeah, it got
3: too much. And then when we got into Y Combinator, I mean, one of the things is you have to be full time. But then we also knew what a big undertaking that was going to be for the business and made the decision to like, well, we were talking about that we had like literally once we found out. The day we found out that we got into White Combinator, we had literally one week for Anthony to try and figure out where he was going to live. Wait, can you tell the story? That's fun. Please, story.
2: Oh this is a fun gosh. story. I
3: actually really like this story.
0: Yeah, of course I'm like living it up in Austin, Texas, um, on my cousin's bachelorette party, who's getting married in August. Woo-hoo. Shout out Justine and Anthony. Of course, she's marrying someone named Anthony, by the way, <laughs> which is my name. Great yeah. minds
1: You're like delight. great taste. Girl. I know. I co-signed this wedding. <laughs>
0: So yeah, I was in Austin for a bachelorette, um, and then that's kind of when the the big kind of week was happening of us needing to figure out how to, you know, Quit move to California, across the country, how for Jennifer to, you know, have to leave her bedside job. So it was, you know, me living it up in Austin, and then I was in a closet at one point <laughs> on a Zoom with Jen, and we were like freaking out because we were like. Didn't know where I was living. Jen was going through, you know, this really big transition super quickly, and meanwhile, I just graduated nursing school three days prior, so it was like a big transitioning happening me. for both of us. But we got through it together, we did. and that's the power of having a co-founder and a partner to yeah. get through your, um, your project endeavor business with. You know, I'm sure you guys can relate to that. Mm-hmm,
1: absolutely oh, we're like connected at the hip. We're like Siamese twins. Mm-hmm. Yeah.
0: You can start like thinking about what the other person is mm-hmm. thinking once you've worked together long enough. Like Jennifer and I will know like if we start the day. We just feel the vibe. We're like, you need some space today. You need uh-huh. some space for an hour or two. Oh my God. Two. We
1: have those moments. We have yes. it. Sure. Absolutely. We're like, let's take a time out. Time out. Yeah. We need a minute. You
0: just know each other so well. You know how to read each other without even the person needing to say okay, anything. Okay. So I so. want
2: to ask an unpopular question. Go for it. Did you get any flack in... in in um nursing school for this particular project or like like what was the reaction like from colleagues or from from friends or like what was it like
0: i think in my experience like a lot of people didn't quite understand what i was doing and maybe were a a little bit confused like i know for a lot of my friends they would be asking me like oh like why are you still studying nursing like if you want to go right and you're working on a startup and like why wouldn't you get an mba right it's like yeah right or like just in general just I think a bit confused always super supportive of me like my nursing class was incredible shout out Penn class of 2021 yeah everyone's super supportive and you know so positive but I think it was just a bit confused because it's like it's an atypical situation you know that someone was like going to the business school and like, you know, participating in all the accelerators and different competitions there. I think for the school more broadly, you know, just seeing like a nursing student going and doing these things was, it was new, right? We were like the nurse, the first nurse led team to win the innovation prize at Penn. We were the first nurse led team to win um, our university startup challenge. So it was a big kind of moment of a lot of firsts, I think, you know, for being like the first nursing student to do a lot of those things. So Confusion at times from the students. Um, The faculty were honestly super supportive. The university is super innovative and supportive. I
2: love that because this is like, this is, I think it's so, this is, you're an an anomaly. And I think it's so crazy because, you know, there, and as you said, it's like, you didn't have any extra tools. You didn't, you didn't go to business school. You didn't do all that. But here you guys were making this from the ground up and I think it's just it's amazing what you guys have done
1: in such a short time it's elevated the profession of nursing as well too yeah, absolutely. like totally. you are representing us hard. in a way that we have not been represented before and so I love that nursing professors acknowledge that because totally. it brings more value to us as a profession
0: yeah. And it's still such a new concept, right? Like I right. think especially Jennifer and I talk about this a mm-hmm. lot is like the difference between innovation and entrepreneurship. So different. And there really is a difference there because I think innovation happens, you know, you're creating new ideas, you're ideating, you're going to the end user, you're asking questions, you're coming up with solutions entrepreneurship is like the next 99%, right? Like you actually Mm -hmm. have to then implement and you have to grow and you have to become a business, right? Like the reality is, you know, to get funding and to scale and to really grow into something that can be super impactful. um, It does entail like a lot of those, you know, kind of business foundational skills. And I think that, you know, more programs that can kind of allow nursing students to get exposure beyond the bedside. And, you know, maybe we have clinical, you know, at the hospital. Then when we also maybe get to do a rotation, you know, chatting with you know someone in pharma or engineering or you know we get some different perspectives I
1: think especially bachelor programs like you're supposed to be promoting the actual bachelor's degree side of it which is expanding outside of just a clinical focus right and I think actually incorporating more entrepreneurship in that or leadership yeah in it because there's a leadership class, but honestly, let's be real. Yeah. Bachelor degree leadership class is such a basic it's like it's almost a healthcare and... management. Yeah. It focuses really on hospital leadership in nursing it's all school. Focuses the hospital. on yeah. hospital administration. It should so be called administration. Narrow-minded. Class. It's so narrow minded. It's
2: so narrow minded to me. Yeah. It drives me nuts. That's the number one question I get about you know why I'm getting my degree and I'm doing it in leadership. And to me, I'm like I'm not doing it just for to work in a hospital setting Mm -hmm. like i want opportunities at another table i want to have conversations with people on a different level i want to publish something and we want to write a book i don't know whatever there's so many different things like
1: my msn is in leadership and i was like when Tori was doing np i'm like that's cool but like do you really my My heart was like when she was going back and forth about it i like sat she called me and i was like real talk be honest with me do you want to work as a nurse practitioner point blank do you mm-hmm. want to wake up and go work as a nurse practitioner and she's like no i'm all then why the fuck are you getting your degree in that yeah but on the back end here you have a podcast that you've started on your own you've built this blog and this platform if you're going to go to grad school it should be in leadership so
3: totally. that you can actually
1: grow in leadership and again my msn in leadership was very Healthcare administration focused. Yeah, it almost same. should have been called healthcare administration MSN right. because that's what the focus was, and it's like which is so narrow minded. So to me. Right. it's like I my degrees in leadership, and I think that where I even want to implement my MSN. Is within this podcast yep. space and with Absolutely. growing mm-hmm. voices for healthcare profession yep. outside of the hospital setting. Absolutely, and that's where my leadership mind goes to. I think that's where your guys's business is drawing attention to. I think that's why tori's even getting hers because we're yeah all bigger, right. bigger picture. global
2: global concepts, bigger picture, yes. like getting
1: into other areas. This is right. like why I was so fascinated. And we have a seat at that table. Yeah, we've Period. we've never taken it, but we belong. Take your fucking seat at the table.
2: Jen, I want to hear the rest of your story. So, okay, because you were working bedside. Mm -hmm. How was, what was from your peers and the people who knew you? I mean, obviously you had known people for a long time when you were working, so.
3: Right. I don't think it was super surprising just because I was doing a lot of, they call it entrepreneurship, like a lot of the fixes and implementing new ideas and really involved in innovation. Or being innovative at the bedside before Lumify came to be or before um, before the hackathon that we participated came to be and so it was just um, I think some of the things that that people didn't really understand was like the business aspect of it was what is an accelerator? Right, um, right, right. What is it that you're participating in? Like some of those things. And then you that, have to explain it like five billion times oh, every day. Yeah, hundred five. Yeah, billion times. Just because <laughs> everyone wanted to un, to know what I was doing because it was interesting, but there wasn't a lot of like foundational. And like understanding of what an accelerator was, or any of like the business nuances, if anything. Um, but everyone was really excited, and really, um, that's what like I really loved like the family that I worked with there, and that's what made leaving super epically hard. Just because I loved being a NICU nurse, and I love the people that I worked with, and it was so incredible. Like usually, I don't know, like. So I knew I was leaving. I had like a week to tell everyone I was leaving. But you know, with nursing, you work a couple days. And so there's so many people that I didn't get to say goodbye to. And they had um, like people gave me like cards and they had filled them Mm. out with like so like the most incredible, uplifting things. Like you never know the impact that you truly have on people. And I was honestly so floored and so humbled about Like the impact that I had on people as far as like mentorship goes or really like building somebody up. And that was really touching for me Um, and was also like made it more difficult to leave. But at the same time, it was super exciting what we were on the verge of being able to create And what we had the opportunity to grow and do and build Lumify to be. And the vision for what we have for Lumify is just so incredibly huge that um, it made it like easier to step away because I knew that my impact would continue to grow. Um, Because it allowed you to step into your role. Exactly. Exactly. It let me step into like a, a um, a different type of nursing, still a nurse 100%, but just... Um, you're both nurses. In a well, way. you're almost. I even tell he was studied the NCLEX on the. I was super proud of him on the way here. So, did anyone though ever maybe caution you in your life?
1: Not even just work, but just anyone in your life? Be like, are you sure you want to quit for this?
2: Yeah, did anyone like doubters? doubters um,
3: or? I think that there is always doubters in life. You know, people who thought that this was a nice little extracurricular activity um people who really didn't understand like and I think I think that's because like you're not betting on the person like tell me no like I don't really appreciate the no because you just have to find a way to make it a yes and I think Anthony have talked to us talked to each other about that before like
0: if someone's he, saying no, you're just talking to the wrong person.
3: Exactly.
1: Ooh, I love yes. that. I can't take Hello. credit. It's,
0: I think Kris Jenner, I think it's her quote. Yeah. Well, and Kris
1: Jenner runs the world. The devil exactly. works hard, but Kris Jenner works harder. <laughs> Absolutely. <laughs> that <laughs> woman. It's a powerful quote. Oh, oh she she's a powerful so woman. It is. It's like the Don't foundation of Don't take no Lumifi. for an answer. And if it is, find someone who says yes. Period. Period.
3: right 100 percent, and I well I think that everything kind of happens for a reason and you fall into place but there was definitely people who were skeptics about it working out or like felt that it was going to kind of fizzle out or yes. something cool that you're doing but what's beyond that but you know here I am here we and are no one
0: really understands no. like the amount of work and blood, sweat, and tears you put into something, right? If they're just watching from the outside, like, you wouldn't know that we work seven days a week, like, constantly, Mm -hmm. like, thinking about when thinking about how we can grow. Right. (laughs) Yeah. Oh, girl. Yeah, it's 100%. So I think it's a part of that, too, is, like...
1: On your break at work. That's when I do a lot of my emails. Yeah. Did you ever doubt yourself, maybe, though? Was there ever a moment where you're Uh, like... Every day. Should I actually quit my job for this? Or, like, should I not be applying to new grad programs just in case? right. I mean, I think
0: there's always a bit of doubt. I think especially too for us, you know, Jennifer and I have talked about this before is like just a bit of imposter syndrome. We talk about it all Um, the time. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, it's, it's hard, hard. especially I think when you're, you know, forging this path forward of like being the first nurses and always being the first, it's like, you know, you definitely have those doubts. We are like, do we have enough knowledge to do this? Like there's some days where it's like, you know, Oh my gosh, like are we on the right path? And you kind of second guess the whole vision. You second guess the pathway forward. Um, but I think for us, it's just keep having a growth mindset and keep each other balanced. You know, there's definitely days where we feel down or we feel defeated because, you know, there's always 200 no's before a yes, right? There's always mm-hmm. a lot of kind of a roller coaster of a day. You know, the morning could be the best day ever. And then by noon, it's like you're hearing the crappiest news. And then, you know, the next thing, it's like it's a roller coaster, right? Yeah. So I think for us, we just keep each other kind of, you know, we get through it together. Um, and we lean on others and we, you know, we've really built a community around us of of folks who have been so supportive to us. Um, but yeah, I mean, there's always doubts. There's always a lot of that feeling of, you know, are we good enough to do this? Totally.
2: So you mentioned growth mindset and I'm really curious about this because as someone, so Sam and I, you know, we're doing this podcast together and I think it's very similar. We have similar dynamics and like, you know, you're doing it with someone, but I'm really curious on how you guys maintain your enthusiasm and your growth mindset and moving forward. Because the funny thing about this is I think actually the concept creation, the the starting point, the idea, the formation of it is the really fun part, right? Like uh-huh, it's it's right, easy. It's right. that to me is the easy part the launch in my humble opinion is the easy part. I actually think the hard part is maintaining the momentum totally. and keeping up with with growth and growth mindset. Like how do you guys maintain your growth mindset?
0: It can be hard. <laughs> I mean Tori, you're so right. I mean literally the idea is 1% of the equation. The rest right. is like 99% of it, right? Cuz like you could have the Most best idea ever. A billion dollar idea. But if there's no one that's going to implement it it. and work really, really, really hard to bring that to fruition. I mean, it's it's just going to sit in a closet somewhere. Your brain, right? So it's definitely um, the hard part. I think for us, you know, it's it's being really mission driven. I think. We're always very intentional about like, what, what is the reason that we're doing this? You know, what are the values? What's the passion here that's driving us every day to wake up, you know, at 730 and work until 11 PM and, you know, have so much to sacrifice to be doing this, you know, to the extent that we are. So, um, I think it's doing something that we're super passionate about Mm -hmm. because honestly, it doesn't feel like it's like a taxing job at that point. It feels like it's something that is a journey and, you know, there's obviously a lot of hard days, but
1: it's fulfilling. It's still. fulfilling. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Would you, you agree? Do you have any tips or tricks for anyone to kind of give that mental push through or things that you guys do that
3: Tangible you could tips. share with others
1: that are like these are the things that kind of help keep us going?
3: Um, yes. I think that there's a few things. Um, one I will say is try to find your champion. So there's people in your life um who are I mean, you need both. You need somebody who's going to give you the hard-ass truth. This is a stupid idea. (laughs) Like, you need to go back to the drawing board. around. Go their way. Yes. Like, start (laughs) again, sweetheart. Um, like you need to figure it out. Bless your heart. Bless your heart. Right. But then you also need those people in your life who are going to champion you and pick you up and encourage you along the way. And if you can find those special people in your life and really lean on them, um, when, when things get a bit slow, when like you're not feeling as sure about something as You had initially felt or that momentum Just starts to kind of fall down um, Lean on lean in on Those people because I think that's really powerful And can continue up your Momentum I know that's been Like big for us like the relationships that we've Been able to grow along the way And the people that have had our Our backs and really like cheered us on Mm -hmm. Even when things got super Hard and you really find out Who your people are When shit hits The fan
1: and it gets mm-hmm. like
3: really difficult and you need support you find out who's for you yes um and who those like r- like ride or die people are right. and then those are your folk yes yeah.
0: and having grace for yourself too realizing that all of this is such an imperfect process right and we have a quote that we say at limify which i'm it's a lot of people say so we're not that special for saying it but it's a part of our team i think values and something that we always try to remind each other of Jennifer is better at it than me, but it's done is better than perfect, right? Woo! Like you're never really going to have that. everything to be perfect, right? Like the Unite Light is not currently perfect, right? There's always going to be an improvement that can be made, even for our next version. So I think just kind of acknowledging that, you know, it's, there's never going to be the best time. There's never going to be Which the best Which is so version. hard to wrap
2: your head around. It's as, so hard. But it's so good. You're right. Yeah. You're absolutely right. Especially
0: as like, I know for me, I'm like type A perfectionist, like wants everything to be done the Literally. best way possible. Um, and I know I'm sure all of you, here are as well like nurses in general you know (laughs) we are in
2: different ways yeah she's insane about like certain things with editing and grammar and correcting things and then i am with like branding and and graph you know like we are in different ways like she'll be like ah love it and i'll be like no fix this and then on writing and like everything else like she'll be like nope we need to fix this you know so it's interesting because i I know what you're saying like it's hard to not be a perfectionist in your way but you're right
1: you gotta do it it's also hard to put something out when you are that way, because you're like, I'm putting my name on this and putting my brand totally. on it, but you can't make everything. We have accidentally
2: right. put out stuff that I'm like, shit, we've got <laughs> now. Now we can't take it down. Oh, well, like it is Lolo. what it is. Yellow. <laughs> like, yeah, we definitely had moments. Right? Do you guys
3: think you were always entrepreneurs? I'm going to say no for me. Um, I think that in some extent, I've always been innovative, like a problem solver. But I don't think that from, like, a get-go, I was like, I'm an entrepreneur. I think it took me actually a long time. Even in the process of, like, creating toolkits and different devices at work and um, whatever else I did to improve X, Y, and Z. Like, even in those moments early on, I don't even think I would have told you that I was, like, a nurse innovator. I didn't own that title at all because it was so foreign. And then, like, even – in the midst of like creating Lumify I don't think that truly owned nurse entrepreneur for a while even then I mean now there's a lot of confidence built and impact that's been made from what we've been able to accomplish and I'll tell you that I'm a nurse innovator and an inventor and entrepreneur and there's a lot of power in that now but I don't think that came easily or very quickly for me it was very like a gradual like once I was able to kind of own that spot and see that impact.
1: It sounds like you always kind of were. You just didn't recognize it in yourself. Because what you're saying about like you've been working as a nurse and you've always troubleshooted and problem solved and did all these things. Like it was intrinsically there. You just weren't giving yourself the credit you deserve.
3: That's 100% accurate. Yeah. (laughs) Um, Yeah. But like I don't like I think as far as like – Feeling that way, you know, it's like, hard I sometimes yeah. to be like I'm right. a bad bitch and like
1: I do all these great things. It's hard to like. There's a fine line to between like it. being humble yeah. and being confident. I still feel totally. like
2: even now, you know, when I'm introducing myself, like I don't think to tell people like I'm a podcaster. Right. Like, but I. Should. This is why I hate dating.
1: Yeah, because I don't like to tell people. It's so awkward. Yeah, it's weird. Like it, it's like I feel like I'm bragging it. about myself, yes. or I'm like, oh my gosh, so 100%. blah blah blah. Because people are like, "What are you doing today?" And I'm like. I'm going to go record my podcast. Yeah. It sounds yeah, I so, just feel so bougie. gross. I don't know, it just like, sounds obnoxious, but it's like, that totally. really is. That's my job. This is like my shit. This yeah. is like yeah. all I care about in life. I will talk to you for 900 years about my podcast if you listen to me. Right. <laughs> but I
3: feel like it's so hard to just like wear it own on your it. chest and own it. Yeah. Like oh, yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. Especially because that's not as nurses what we were like. Yeah. It's like. Like, bread to do. Yes, medical right. is humble, right? We're or medical to. is very yeah. professional. or we're the most is, yeah. trusted profession, and we're caring, and we're warm, and we're nice. Are we aggressive business people? Like, it's not, that's not the, are the opinion. Are you a shark? Right, are you a shark? Right. Um, yeah, I completely agree. And so, I mean, like, maybe some of the professions, like... Like you know, I always tell Anthony, I was like, my my best self. I felt like was sometimes like in like the ice scene, you have like the sick sick babies, and you're like, I need this, I need this, I need this. Yeah, you know, like in the flight nurse, like flight I need this, I need this, and um, I'm you need to push this. Betty I need I bossy <laughs> I'd be like, sorry that that was came off really bitchy in the moment, you guys, but it's like handling yeah. your shit. Yeah, handling your shit. And so I think that um, like entrepreneurship is sort of like finding that. Right. Mm-hmm. Like
2: sinking your teeth into that role. Mm-hmm. Yeah, 100%. Something else I think is really interesting, too, and um, an aspect of both of you. So you're both, it is crazy to me how much you guys do. Jen, you're almost, you're also a mom, mm-hmm. which is crazy to me because you're adding this whole layer to your life that, to be quite honest, Sam and I have talked about this. I'm terrified to have children. Like, I, I don't know if I'm ready. Yeah, I, I'm not quite ready yet. We're getting there. But
1: I can't even remember to drink water. <laughs> like, <laughs> water or our
2: plants. We do remember to water our plants. Yeah.
1: But yeah, it's water like you keep
2: Rambo and Moses alive. That's a good job. <sighs> that's a lot of work. It
1: is. I can also like leave them. Yeah. You can't leave a child. Absolutely just, like, not. A bowl of water. <laughs> some, food yeah, or some, some food. There on would the, just yeah. on be on consequences ground. for <laughs> doing that. I think that's frowned upon or something.
2: <laughs> but OK, so my question being, how do you do this all? and balance being a mother
0: and an incredible mother oh
3: that's gonna make me cry Anthony thank you um my son is seven he'll be eight soon and so yeah it is a balance I mean I can be really passionate do you have about, balance um you know what it's not yeah you can try to have balance you can shoot for that and say that but I think you find out what works for you and like Anthony used the, the term a little while ago, but it's like having grace for yourself. And that's been my number one thing all along because like it's never going to be the right time. You're never going to be able to like fill every facet of your life to a ten. You know, it's just like some days are going to be better than others on what you're capable of giving. And you just have to find peace in that. And and then I try to make sure that I have moments like especially like with him, like I'll do in the morning when I wake up, like for an hour before I start work, like we'll we'll watch Shark Tank hashtag Mark Cuban, who doesn't email me back. And then, oh, come on, cubes. Rude. Rude. And then. We're coming for you, Mark. Right. And then um, we'll work and then I'll make a point where I'll do dinner with like family. And so. I'll have that time set aside. And then when he's home and he's like not spending night with my, my parents or whatnot, I'll do bedtime story and what have you, but just having something that works for you and like trying to make the effort, oppor- make the effort to have those opportunities and not lose those moments. And, um, and I think someone had said it once before, but not telling yourself, like, i I don't get to blah 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 blah. Instead, flipping it, be like, I get to put him to bed tonight. I get to right. Um, and then just flip the, um, the script a flip
1: little. Flip the script. Yeah, you know? girl. That's I been love a that game changer for my entire life. Is like, how do I think about things? And I've always thought about them in a negative way. And I'm like, no, I have to restructure how I look at things. And that has changed my life. Right. The yeah. And I
3: think that's the same thing. Like being a parent you know like it's I also not think perfect there's a lot of research and I know I've listened to another
2: podcast that talked about this about the importance or the significance of your child seeing you as a working uh, in the working professional world you're gonna have a child growing up watching that and learning from that and that's I think that's, that is huge I think that's amazing I just I couldn't say enough amazing things about that.
3: Aw, yeah, it's definitely, some days are more challenging than others. And I was saying earlier that I'm super blessed for Anthony because he's always been a very big champion of making sure that I take those moments because he knows that I'll just continue to work Um, (laughs) and so sometimes he'll have to be like, no, like I'm going to leave so that you can focus in, um, and just really grateful to have a co-founder that really understands the importance of that and, um, and like values that for myself even. So. Thank you to Anthony. Yeah, I won the lottery with co-founders. There you all. I won the oh
0: lottery too, girl. Aww. I think having Jen as a mom too brings so much value to our founding team. You know, just because Lumify is like a child. You know, it's like it's like a patient in the NICU. Honestly, For sure. like there are moments. You know, we have to do a re- patient report. We have to sometimes give a bit of a CPR moment. You <laughs> One know? and two and three um, and <laughs> And it's it's really growing something. You know, it's it's kind of like being a parent. Mm-hmm. So. It's, it's pretty incredible. I think that Jen is a mom and brings so much value and, and insight when we're thinking about, you know, the future of Lumify and how we want to raise it, basically.
1: Okay, mom hack or general life hack in general. Lumify, the actual light product, give me like the life mom hacks. What do you, do you use it for anything outside of healthcare?
3: Oh, oh, a hundred percent. I mean, I use the Unite Light and red light setting to find socks in a dark room, in a dark drawer, <laughs> when everyone's sleeping.
0: Yeah, it's perfect. We've had so many like interesting use cases, like mm-hmm. folks reaching out to us. Definitely a lot of new parents.
3: A hundred percent
0: for you know late night feedings, diaper changes, etc. You know if you don't want to turn the bright lights uh-huh. on and Genius. wake up your baby and just try to get in there, do what you got to so do. Good baby shower gift. Good
1: totally. baby shower gift. There 100%. you go. Add that to your little um, NICU. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I should add it to the like, yeah, list. for sure. Actually. Yeah. No, it's such on the
2: a good blog. i will add it to the blog.
0: Yeah, we've had some really interesting use cases. Um flight attendants. Yeah, flight attendants oh, have nice. purchased it, which is really interesting. Um like backstage. Have you
1: tried techs. to maybe like ooh, what if you got some contract with like American Airlines or something right? like that? Like <laughs> we're thinking big here. Yeah, oh, get that, that money, chase that paper. <laughs> I know.
0: I know it's it's interesting. We've always kind of um went back and forth about things like this too cuz it's like I think Lumify Care, you know, we very want to be impacting healthcare and kind of be um, centered around our space just because i think you know especially with our nursing background you know being able to like really provide products to that space but i mean if they're versatile like yeah, absolutely, absolutely.
2: <laughs> what does a day-to-day look like for both of you like i want to go micro on this because i think just you guys are in this crazy just you're on the hustle you're grinding every day but there's a certain level of like you know you have to set yourself up for success. And I really like to know like the best hacks, like what are your best tips? What's your day look like? I want to know all these things.
0: I feel like this summer is like such a bad example. I know
3: This is really typical for us. Because
0: it's just like so, so much work. And I think, you know, it's important to have balance. Okay. We go back to that word balance, you know, try to have some level of balance so that you don't like burn out or, you know, if you're working every single day from 8am to 11pm, it can get exhausting. Um, so yeah i mean we break it up i know for me like i always try to like exercise at some point hopefully in the morning before i go to work um we do try to make an effort to meditate as well when we actually get to our workspace everyone
1: every successful person on this podcast is a meditate really it's so person.
0: important yeah mindfulness is very important like journaling and i know i like personally keep um, a personal blog for myself like i don't post it publicly so i guess you could call it a journal but i kind of like position it like it's a blog i'm like hmm someday maybe i'll publish this yeah. somewhere yeah when um, you do your biography yeah and you're
1: like <laughs> oh Forbes, for a book you like, should
2: write a book one day oh mm-hmm.
0: it's in the
3: works you already have it's there coming. you go <laughs> <No>. <laughs> yeah. Yeah.
0: yeah we have a lot of
3: I, We, have we like, do big ideas <laughs> we'll make them all happen though
0: but yeah so i think definitely just trying to have mindfulness is super important. So we do try to meditate and we'll do it together actually. So it's like being, keeping each other oh, accountable interesting. I love that. Um, and always like getting out of the office. Like I think changing up location is so important when you're working. Um, And you know, for us we're working in like the same office together. So we're, you know, always kind of like we're in a small space Um, right now. So, you know, trying to get out, trying to go to like a coffee shop or somewhere just so we can get some fresh air is super important. But to be honest, we are working A lot these days yeah but it honestly doesn't feel like work like it feels like we're just in an exciting time you know it just feels like every day we have kind of a new challenge to tackle and helping us get closer to you know making a bigger and bigger impact
1: well like so speaking of which like vision wise then like I mean sky is the limit so where where do you see yourselves heading or what's up next
0: there's a lot up next. We're super, super excited. We knew that Unite Light was really just the start for Lumify, and Absolutely. it was such a great way for kind of us to get our brand out there, for us to really connect with nurses and healthcare pros to really gather their their insights, and we interviewed a lot of people in I the past so month. So many
3: different people. Yeah, it's been. A- like some days feel a little overwhelming, but we've gained so much from each one of those yeah. conversations. So it was really helpful.
0: Yeah, we interviewed about 250 healthcare pros um, in like about a two-week time span. So if you can imagine what that is every day, if you do the math, it was like yes. it was like 25 a calls a day. A um, they were pretty brief, so we tried to just cluster them um, the best we could. So we basically just went out there and talked to people, you know, obviously about our products and stuff. But we just asked more broadly, you know, what are some of the challenges you're experiencing um, and we started seeing a trend, mm-hmm. which is that healthcare pros are pretty overwhelmed, I think, especially in the past year with all of these different brands, products, resources, organizations, um, just kind of everything that's popping up for healthcare pros. You know, I feel like every day on Facebook, I see like a new scrub brand or I, ne- I see a new product, which is super awesome. And there's so many really cool brands and products out there supporting healthcare pros. But, right. I think it's just getting a bit saturated and it's mm-hmm. kind of kind of hard to navigate and it's it's losing transparency. Right. So we identified that problem and started creating a solution for it which we're launching at the end of the summer which we're That's super exciting. super excited about. Woo!
3: Yes. Okay. Yeah, we're super excited. It is it will be a one-stop shop for healthcare professionals to access all the resources brands and organizations that they need and love and be able to kind of create a one centralized location kind of like just a marketplace specifically for healthcare and so they'll be able to come in and get transparent reviews um, which is really important i think in that's healthcare. huge because i think we're all
2: over like i mean to a certain degree of course you know you have You have Amazon, but that's like bought, all those Mm -hmm. reviews are bought. You know, like there's a certain level of like having an honest place where you can be like, Yes, I love this or no, I don't. You know?
0: Yeah. And even just things like, oh, like go a size up or go a size down. I feel like I always see those in like Facebook ads. But, I mean, at this point, there's just so many, and it's, like, hard to know what is what. Yeah, like, so. having
2: one hub yes. where you have, like, okay, all of these different things, like, organizations, and then you've got scrubs, and then you've right. got podcasts. Podcast. Yes, ma'am. Yes, of course. Well, and I feel
1: like someone who – I teach nursing school, so I'm really seeing the people coming into this field, and they are coming from a different, like – You know, we work with nurses who took NCLEX on paper. Right. Right? Like – but we are seeing this new generation that wants access to things, and they want answers, and they know how to like ask. And they for want it organized but, and in one place. Yes, but it's hard to, again That's to navigate the world. So I feel like I just see the value in that for someone who works so closely with students because they're always searching out and seeking these things. But it's a clusterfuck, totally. right? The totally. internet's a clusterfuck. Yeah,
0: and I see like in <laughs> right. my nursing group chat from like uh-huh. nursing school, like or. I'm constantly seeing a new message in that group chat, like, "Oh, like has anyone tried these scrubs? Or, like, does anyone know where, like, how to get a CEU credit? Or like, oh, does anyone know like what resource is best for studying? Like, there's always these kind of like impromptu questions and yeah, um, really also, just this lack We don't of...
1: use Facebook. I was just
2: about to say that. You know, there's groups, but I don't want to go on Facebook. I'm I don't not even have it. it. I, I refuse it because I
1: can't help myself from getting in political arguments with family. Like we have, we have a selfie page. I have not even have period, personal but, Facebook But we don't,
2: we don't use... Yeah. Right. And that's where the platform of where a lot of people were going to do that. But now right. I think... And they,
1: Facebook groups have been good. Like before when I had it, I was part of even the one for the city I lived in. And if I like did need a recommendation for like, hey, where's a good place to get my car fixed or this or that? It's like nice to get real feedback from people. Right. But for the up and coming generations... Yeah, you. Wanna, that's yeah. not really the platform that we go to and use. Mm-hmm.
0: Totally, totally. So
1: I think that you're filling actually a huge gap. Like you identified it, but I think, well, I don't. Really I can't cool. think of anything yeah. that would bring that value that you're talking about.
0: But just even like new tools, like it's incredible. Like some of the people that have bought UniteLight, like it's like we get on a call with them. They're like, I love the new like gadgets coming out for healthcare and like just kind of like it's kind of fun. You know what I mean? It's kind of like spice up our shift a little. Love you know, it kind of gives that. you something exciting and i think something important that we're really excited about you know what we're building at limify this kind of one-stop shop for healthcare pros to be able to find um, share and purchase you know the things they need to excel yeah. is kind of spinning it back on the hospitals and the organizations that we Ooh, work for yes. right got it. because Love what that. we've been hearing a lot from our healthcare pros is you know all of these products are great, but sometimes it's really frustrating to pay for them. Right? Like sometimes it's frustrating to have to pay for your own scrubs. It's frustrating to have to pay for your own stethoscope. stethoscope. Those can be expensive. Oh, yes, they, can. they can add up yeah. all of our professional organizations, CEUs, tools, products. I mean it Even really shoes. can add up and the shoes. shoes, right? Yeah, they run and they're in the shoes, like yeah, real quick. Totally. So, um, we really do see this in the future being able to be provided to healthcare pros as well. Oh, that's exciting. Yeah. Maybe with some preloaded points for you to be able to actually Use points provided by your organization to purchase the things you need, um, rewards and benefits to save money. So like things you would actually use, exactly. exactly. Not just and you, you know your... like a
3: retention tool or like a sign on tool or yeah, what
0: have you. and not just like a ten dollar nurses gift. Yeah, nurses' yeah. week gift. That's Who's like... getting ten dollar ones? Right,
3: right, <laughs> five.
1: <laughs> yeah. lucky if it's time yeah. we we're like here's a hand sanitizer I get
0: so frustrated and I know a lot of healthcare pros feel like this because we've you know, been on the phone call right. with them and there are peers it's just like you know when your healthcare system can only buy you a dollar gift you know right. it just feels so wrong especially you know in corporate america they are getting so many employee benefits you know yeah. free netflix free mental health services whatever it it's is. Like, is don't and,
1: even bother at that point almost so, is how
3: people yeah. feel keep your nail file
1: so do you guys have any any good
2: tools or good tips for anyone who wants to get into the entrepreneur space or something that you can leave with the audience
3: on a good like tool or tip I think my first tip was don't be afraid to ask because I think that genuinely you'll be surprised that more people are apt to say yes and help you or show you or navigate you or guide you if you just ask um, for help or assistance but if in uh, we said it before you know if you say no then you're asking the wrong person but really just be persistent about reaching out to people and um, and asking for help in an area that you're maybe not more comfortable with and like the bigger you grow your network and your relationships the more you like you increase your access to new information and you're able to kind of solve those problems in a more cohesive way or a bigger way and not just put a band-aid on it but really figure out the root problem by just asking people for help and like really digging into what that problem is because problems um, can be really surface layer but if you really dig in they're much deeper and you're able to impact on a much wider scale but yeah ask for help and and dig into your resources is my my advice to people interested in trying to Fix fix problems and find solutions.
0: Yeah. I couldn't have said it better. I would think just emphasizing utilizing your resources. Mm -hmm. You don't even realize how many resources are out there on the internet.
3: Right. Google.com.
0: Like if you type in some of, you know, something like you can find a lot of information. YouTube. YouTube. Mm -hmm. Yeah. I mean, there's so many different things. Y Combinator Startup School is a free resource. You can learn all about, you know, growth and starting a business. Um, so yeah, I would say just go online and use your resources. There's also a lot of books out there for starting a business and kind of some steps to take, um, trying to learn about frameworks like design thinking, which is very much like how to go to the end user and identify problems before just coming up with a solution. And I mean, that's the power of nursing too, right? It's like just realizing that you already have so much knowledge and you're already such a problem solver as a nurse. So just being able to kind of really believe in that and and see that and and use that to kind of drive you forward um you can do it just have a growth mindset Mm. don't give up it can be hard but utilize your resources
1: yes a closed mouth doesn't get fed (laughs) okay and
2: guess what you guys we have something super special for everybody here (gasps) Thank you so much, you guys, for I'm offering so this. So, if you guys head over to limifycare.com mm-hmm. and use code SELFIE, C E L L F I E 10, you're going to get 10% off of your purchase. Yes. We're very excited about this. And
0: guys. every time the code is used, we'll be donating to a nonprofit.
2: Yes, we're going to be donating to Brave Beginnings, which is the nonprofit that donates um, equipment, ventilators, stethoscopes to NICUs who cannot afford to buy the equipment for their own unit. So we're really Aww. excited for
3: that. That makes my heart happy. So thank you. Yes, that's like full circle, I yes, feel like. Yes, really
2: that really cool? is I know, how cool is that to like yeah.
1: <laughs> start a company and now be able to actually... Donate back into yeah. where your nursing career like came from. Oh, so cool. it makes
3: my heart really full. Oh, love my nursing Yay. peeps and my Nikki family. Yeah. yeah,
2: and then we will also, so this will be linked in the show notes and then also in our bio as usual. Okay, and where can everybody find you guys? Like, give yourselves the shout out. All where can way. everyone find yeah. you?
0: Yes, well, we're at Limify Care on all social media accounts, so definitely feel free to follow us if you're wanting to stay in touch with our journey and join the Lumify fam. Um, our website's lumifycare.com where you can buy your nightlight. Um, there's also a link there to the Lumify Hub, which we'll be launching at the end of the summer, which is that one-stop shop we talked about. Um, so yeah, we'd love for you to check us out and share our story, nurse-led innovation. Get a Unite Light now. Um, definitely use the Selfie10 code.
2: Woohoo! Oh my gosh, you guys, thank you so much for coming. You guys, well, first of all, you flew, you flew here,
3: so <laughs> thank you we so much. Like, we could have drove. It's our but first business trip. It is. We love this.
0: Yeah, thank you so much for having us. This is so fun. I this just love like the best that.
2: little
1: like funzy convo too. I know yeah. you
2: guys are amazing. I just, I think you're just doing so many amazing things, and I, I see the big picture. You guys are just your movers, your shakers. You're making big, big, big waves here in. I would say not only the nurse community, but also in the medical field. Like, I think this is, like, Aww. really big for everyone, so.
0: You guys, too.
2: We love the I can't wait to go to dinner with you guys show. in, like, five Thank years, you. and we
1: can all just be, like, look at us now. That's going to be you guys. <laughs> yes. That's going to be you guys.
0: Right. No, because I love this podcast so much because it's really just taking the curtain, you know, taking off Started the curtain. Started from the and bottom, now we're showing, here. Showing yes, the man. real stuff. Yeah. It's this so is important. The,
2: yeah, and we want to centralize the hub and have these conversations and – you know, we're so thankful to have you guys here with us today. So thank, yes, you. thank, you. thank you. you. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you.
3: Thank you. Yes. Thanks, ladies.
2: All right, you guys. Thank you so much for listening today.
3: Was that not so fun?
2: I just think they just dropped so many amazing like life tips, to be honest. Yeah.
1: It- Makes you want to kind of start a business <laughs> totally. and I just want them to move to Southern California. Yeah. They
2: need to come down here for sure. And of course you guys, we have something so special for you. They have kindly offered all of us, you guys, the selfie listeners, 10% off of your order. So head over to lumifycare.com and use code selfie C-E-L-L-F-I-E 10 for 10% off of your order.
1: All right, please download, subscribe, rate and review. And if you leave us a review with your IG handle in it, we will send you a, Swag bag, and what's new in our swag bag?
2: We have a new limited edition selfie lips sticker, you guys. It's so cute. Our Let Me Live, our Let Me Live.
1: Yes. Yes, and we have Let Me Live stickers. Yeah, we've got some cute ones. Limited edition, so. Submit those reviews, get free new swag.
2: And make sure you're following us on our Insta. That's at C-E-L-L-F-I-E underscore podcast. You can find all of the goodies linked there in our bio. And make sure you're following us on our Instas. That's at Nurse Tori.
1: And at Hey Samantha with two A's. And tune in Friday for a very fun, We're so excited. very spicy <laughs> bonus Friday episode.
2: Get ready. All right, you guys.
1: See you Friday. Bye. Bye. Bye.